1: So I had this idea uh, about uh, a performance art piece in the subway at, <clears throat> in New York. Um, I would always like catch bands just setting up or just breaking down. And, uh, you know, like if you, you guys have been in a subway before. Only like once. Only like once. But anyways, I, I would always catch bands breaking down or setting up. And I thought it'd be a really funny idea to be a band that just did that. That and, it just set up and then did a sound check and then broke down. Isn't, I'm pretty sure
2: that's an episode of New Girl. I don't. I've never. I've never watched New Girl. Oh, I mean, it's,
3: it's, it's good. No,
2: it's not good. It's it's a good show. It's. Good. I mean, it's not. Uh, look, it's not Mad Men. But that's fair. You know. But I mean, it was. It that's was. That's not fair. That's not a fair comparison between <laughs> those two shows at all. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mad Men and New Girl.
1: Hey, guys. This is Jacob from Keep Wake Out Loud. And Katie couldn't make it here today. Even though this is our final episode of the year, she is busy Christmas shopping, which is fine. Um, Hopefully, she's going to get that thing. One of the things in the list I sent her, we decided we were going to just get each other one solid good gift and then maybe find a way to donate in some way, which, you know, pat pat on my back. Yes, please. Um, so in her stead, uh, which is very hard to fill the shoes of. So don't even try it. Is Travis Scott. Thanks for coming in, Travis.
2: I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> I won't try to fill Katie's shoes, but, you know, if if I, I can get into you you it.
1: can't fill them because your feet are much bigger than hers. So
2: your foot is not going to physically be able to fit into her shoe. I think that means that I would be able to fill the shoe with the shoe. Not even all the way on. Damn it. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry about that one, Katie. Okay. So this, I wanted to just have, make this episode to kind of reflect on the year. I, I kind of made a Facebook post and I was basically just reflecting on the year and how terrible <laughs> a year it's been. And, you know, I caught myself in that sort of like really negative mindset and I didn't like it. So I just took a pause and I was like, what is the positive stuff that happened this year? And, you know, luckily Kitty and I uh, uh, didn't have any major Problems, You know, we, yes, we got sick at one point, but we weren't so sick. You know, we had to miss work and we work remotely. So it was just like, uh, we we fared okay this year. So we had way more to be thankful for than to be upset about. So I I just made a post about that, about the cool projects I worked on. And and a lot of them were you, Travis, and obviously, (laughs) obviously Mike as well. Rug media and such and just a, a, an incalculable amount of people that I, actually at one point th- that Facebook post, I was trying to tag all the people that were involved with these projects. Did you run out of tags? Well, no, like I got to like 30 and I was like, wait, am I forgetting somebody? And then I had, and I was doing it for my phone. So I like, had to scroll back up and I was like, go and I was like, this is stupid. I, well, I don't need to tag everyone. Everyone
2: that we worked together with knows who they are. So, we're going to fast forward this to when you are receiving, um, an Academy award. (laughs) And are we to understand that your acceptance speech is going to be like, Hey, you know what? Me and Katie did the thing and we appreciate everyone who helped out and you all know who you were.
1: No, well, no. Okay. That's fair. That makes me sound like, uh, an uh, uh, like an a hole a little bit. Well, but I
2: don't I don't think necessarily. I, you know, sometimes you have you have a little. It was time. mostly
1: it was a uh, technological <laughs> feature and lack of time to do it. Like I got to thirty and I was like, man, I feel like there's probably forty or fifty
2: more people I need to add to this list. And I was like, like I might forget somebody. I haven't tagged a lot of people in a Facebook <laughs> posts, but I don't know if you can even tag seventy people in a Facebook. I, post. I mean, I
1: feel like I was getting pretty close to it. So. I, I was just reflecting on the the good stuff that we did this year. And then, um, I was like, Travis was mostly involved with those things. And, uh, I wanted to bring Travis in and I just want to talk to him about what his thoughts are in 2020.
2: So, uh, so we're here for some free thoughts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have some free thoughts. And then we're going to tell a story about what, what I I get that. I get that. (laughs) 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 I, uh, and then I will tell the story of how I really wanted this episode to go, uh, which just
2: derailed and went off the deep end. Okay. So 2020 has been, and I'm sure that all of our listeners can relate to, uh, if not everything I'm about to say, a good majority of all the things that I'm about to say. This this year has has felt like the most uncomfortable, time-warped, science fiction, dystopian bomb that went off. I mean, I feel like if someone wrote a factual retelling of this, it would be an AP English teacher's dream.
1: <laughs> it would
2: be so well written and unbelievable and, and fantastical. I'm sure that in, you know, another 50 years, we're all going to be telling stories about this and people are going to be like, nah, this was a hoax. There's just, there's no way. <laughs> there is no way that all of those things happened in the same <laughs> year. It just doesn't make sense. And it's also bad storytelling. Yeah. And,
1: well, there's, uh, there's uh, a Kurt get, uh, the author he's got like a list of like ten ways to be a good storyteller to write a, sh- a story mm-hmm. a short story even and one of one of the criteria is um just make the main character, just keep making things happen that are bad to him.
2: Just test that character until he's gonna break. So Kurt Vonnegut um and apparently Satan. Teamed up to write the book of Job, yeah. just just right from the start. I th- I think the only Vonnegut thing that I've read was Mother Night. It's a good book. It was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. So uh, speaking so, of
1: books, right? So this episode, I wanted to make it a very Christmassy episode. Okay. So I had this idea to read a Christmas book. You and me, are gonna read this book. Oh, I'm down. We're, we were gonna tag team it. Okay. It was it was gonna be awesome. So I decided to choose the book A Die Hard Christmas, which is an it's a children's book, but for adults. Okay. And I don't know where you lie on whether or not Die Hard is a
2: Christmas movie. Here's here's my one criterion. Uh, uh, Or is it a Christmas movie? Uh Uh-huh. Is it set at Christmas time or is the major plot of the movie revolving around Christmas.
1: The hmm. answer to both those questions if is yes. the answer
2: to either of those questions is yes, it's a Christmas movie. No question. It's not even up for debate. It's a Christmas movie. All right. So Travis, yes. I like that you're in my school of
1: thought. True story. Die Hard was the first movie I ever saw in the theaters. Wow, really? I was five years old. Man. That is not a movie for a
2: five-year-old. Yeah. They, uh, I, <laughs> come on, <Mike>. I mean... <laughs> The year was 1988. Wow. I think the first movie that I saw in the movie was um uh, in the movie theaters was I my guess is it had to be Lion King mm-hmm. in a drive-in movie theater in 1994. Yeah, that's the year that movie came out. Mine was that black and white one where the train comes after the guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, I thought it was that the 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 motion picture of the horse running when they first figured out how to right. make the kinetoscopes or work. whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's big in my neighborhood. That and sticking and hoop, yeah, sticking hoop. <laughs> um, so back to the book. I wanted to read this book, and you you have a great voice, Travis, and I thought we could really make this work. So I spent all of today trying to locate this book cuz this book exists right It's a hard copy only you cannot find it digitally even better yeah so that's cool i guess so i, I the first place i call are the
2: libraries so i literally the first place i called was the Which is smart let's take advantage of our uh, yeah. you know public resources absolutely thanks The hate thanks travis shout out to all the waco libraries you guys shout have done out. a great job holding specifically,
1: it down specifically the McLennan county central library So they were the first ones I called and they promptly told me, yes, they have a copy. Wow. I was like, dang, that's the first call I made. They're like, but there's a problem. We're doing the floors down where these books are. And this particular section, all of the cases are bunched together. So we can't get to the book. I was like, okay, that's probably not a big deal. I'll, I'll find it someplace else. Thanks. Anyways, click. Um, so then I start calling all the other libraries. Copy does not exist there. And then I start calling the bookstores. Right. Or Barn, your Barnes and Nobles. Your classic. Your, yeah. Your, I got, I even called Bankston's, which oh. apparently they had it last year and then they sold out and then thought, oh, we sold out. We don't need to order that book again.
2: <laughs> wow. I mean, you would think, you know, if you're selling out, so, um, put that thing back on the shelf. So then I started to get desperate. I start
1: calling the colleges your bailers or single bailer.
2: (laughs) There's a couple of bailers here. We could, we could say the bailers, your
1: bailers, your MCCs, Mm -hmm. your TSTCs. uh, Spoiler alert, no book there. Wow. So then I started getting desperate. I started calling places in Temple. I'm like, come on, Temple, you got to have this book. I'm calling the libraries there. I'm like, I'll, come, I'll go drive there. It's, it's I'm not that so, far of a drive. I'm so fixated on this book now. Like when I, when I get it in my head, I need something. Like there's nothing that I can do to not get that thing.
2: I hope Katie is listening to this particular part of the episode <laughs> uh, for Jacob's Christmas list. Yes. So fast forward
1: two hours of me trying to track this thing down. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to press that McClendon County Central (laughs) Library again. I'm going to see if I can just charm them into maybe A, just checking to see it's not like an impossibility to get this book and it's more like a rule, like, hey, guys, don't go in this area. Right. And then B, can I just go in there and get it? Like I was willing to do that because I was so committed to this idea of reading this book. It's Christmas book. So how did it go? Because it's Christmas, by golly. So I call them, and I get a different girl, and then she goes, you know what, I'm going to go talk to that other person that you talked to originally. So they talk.
2: It sounds promising.
1: I know, right? So they talk, and they come back, and they go, look, we're going to dig this thing out for you. And I was like, Yes! This wow. is amazing. Librarians. I know, right? I was so happy. They truly are the foundation. And um, I was like, "You guys are saviors. You don't even know. I will donate something to you." Like, "What do you want?" And they're like, "Okay, all you got to do is go become a a member of the library. Just go to one of the other locations, get your library card, call us back, we're going to get you that book." So I do that. I, I literally run out of my office. <laughs> I'm, I got my puppy, so I put him in his cage, and then I carry him into my car, and I speed off into this not-quite-sunset. And I go, and I get my library card over at East Waco Library. It's a great spot.
2: I hear it's very nice. I haven't been there yet.
1: And then I call them, and turns out that it is an impossible task to get that book. Oh, man. <laughs> Which is fine. I just wish they had told me that from the beginning. Are You're
2: you about to sneeze. I thought, no, I was trying to clear my throat and I wanted to,
1: so that is in a nutshell, 2020, pretty much. <laughs> if I, 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 I can't like, it was just the perfect metaphor for what 2020 is. And, and I, I was, I was upset. I actually called them back. and I was like, look, I'm upset about this. I'm sorry. Like I can't be not upset. You guys told me it was going to be there. I put a lot of emotions on it. But now that I've had some time to think about it, it's like, it's fine. Like, it was really cool that they were willing to do that.
2: Absolutely. And
1: then uh, I can go get that book probably on Monday. It'll be fine, which I'm going to do because I want to read that stupid book. I want to read it on my own time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's- it that, said, like three minutes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to, yes, go to a park by myself. No, oh, read it to the dogs. And
2: <laughs> You got a new puppy. Lemmy's got to, you got to yeah, educa- yeah. educate gotta teach him Lemmy young. on all these things. So
1: if that wasn't just the perfect metaphor for what 2020 is, it's, you know, Lucy with the football just over and over and over, but it's still fun to play the game, isn't it?
2: It's the truth. It's the truth. We keep coming back.
3: So, You could have at one point looked for like a chicken sandwich that nobody had. Oh, man. I I still
1: haven't got that chicken sandwich. That Popeye's
2: chicken sandwich?
1: I I wanted to keep it in the, you know, in the lower stage of like, when I want to get it, it'll be, you know, that much better. That big a disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you guys looking forward to in 2021?
2: I am just looking forward to... New opportunities. You know, I think um, um the the demarcation of a the end of a year and the beginning of a new one is little more than a, a date on a calendar. Sure. So um, you know, it is still uh in the middle of a season, uh in the middle of winter. Um and so in a lot of you know if you're not uh bound to the academic calendar, there are a lot of things that aren't um that that don't revolve around you know that end of year um yeah I remember the first time I felt like
1: not so cool I guess if you're <laughs>
2: not bound to an academic calendar or a uh financial calendar as well you know your end of year might not be december thirty first um but um you know winter is uh I think my favorite season, it's hard to say. It's really, it's really, really tied with fall, but, um, it's, it's about the fashion. Winter fashion is just fantastic. (laughs) You know, uh, men's fashion is just so much better suited for cold weather. So I am here for the rest of winter and I'm excited for it. Um,
1: I can't wear my short shorts as much, so it becomes a bit of a problem for me.
2: You know, I will say I I am going to miss that, but I, (laughs) I do have that to look forward to in the spring. Looking forward to it. Um, you know, my birthday is in February, so that's always an exciting time of the year. Um, whether or not there, I throw my annual black tie party this upcoming February, mm. we'll see where we're at with this yeah. whole, you know, pandemic vaccine management uh, set up. Um, but normally I do, you know, schedule a day off and something like a massage around that time. It's pretty great. That's a lovely. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. But okay. I got to schedule like really really far in advance. So
1: on that massage note, we're going to take a short break. Put in some uh ads. I don't have anything cool to say about Mike selling more so.
2: Uh Mike Hamilton, he's the man. <laughs> um you know, and if he's not selling one thing, it can't be sold. Oh damn. It's it's not for sale. Somebody's like coming to look at that couch on Sunday.
1: Ooh.
3: Is it a pullout couch? Just saying if they come to my house and they look at the couch, they're leaving with the couch.
1: Whether they want to or not. <laughs> like, yeah, you guys go look over there and you're just going to load it in the back of their car. There you go. Let me see your wallet real quick. All right. Let's have some ads. Bring it.
0: ResWrite is an online career service that provides both education and career counseling for job-seeking students, young professionals, and mid-career job seekers. ResWrite offers a professional resume writing service that helps individuals find employment in various industries, including finance and accounting, business, engineering, hospitality, human resources, information technology, marketing, etc. ResWrite also offers a college essay writing service for those seeking admission into top colleges and universities. ResWrite's goal is to ensure Apple applicants enhance their profile to successfully gain acceptance into competitive schools. Their mission is to help you introduce your personal narrative to prospective audience in the most effective way possible. Check out reswrite.com for more info and use code R E S R I T E R M N 10 for 10% off all services. Becca. And
1: I'm Josie. And, and we're are your judges. judges. And
0: this is By the Cover. No, wait, do you want us to oh sh
4: Okay, we'll try it again.
0: Okay. Hi, I'm Becca.
1: And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're are your, your judges. judges on
0: By the Cover, a new podcast.
1: Yeah, we're a talk show. God,
0: we're a com-
1: yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher.
0: Wherever podcasts are. All the places. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books. And it's going to be great.
1: Yay! Promo over. (laughs) The words I'm singing now mean nothing more than me.
0: Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Jasmine with the New Black Collective.
3: And what's up? It's David Yar from Change Waco.
0: Don't forget to subscribe to Stories of the Streets, where we'll be here every other week bringing you expert stories and also stories from local Wacoans.
3: Stories of the Streets is in association with the New Black Collective, Change Waco, and Rogue Media. Tell your friends, tell your family. Shout out to the streets. Tune in as much as y'all can.
1: All right, well, man, those ads just keep getting better and better.
2: No, they don't. I think I'm going to buy everything <laughs> that was in those ads.
1: Man, I was willing to give McLennan County Library an ad spot, and I'm going to give them an ad spot right now. Do you need some books or DVDs or do you need to surf the internet? Go check out McLennan County Library. End of ad. <laughs>
2: Shout out to Meridian County Library. They're great. Absolutely. I. Right. So. Okay.
1: What are you looking forward to in 2021?
3: So um, I'm looking forward to the third week in January when there's no TV show. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's not true. I mean, I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: Definitely. Uh, we've been ran through the ringer in a good way. Yeah, it's been a lot of work. Um,
3: looking forward fun. to the new studio. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And really all the all the game events games. and things, all the stuff that's going out. out. Oh, it's gonna be so great. Bluesville and Friends, January 16th. What's that? At the new studio. I oh, was at their first uh Remember like they did over at, at um Hype.
2: Oh, so. You, so you said right. January 16th? January 16th. Oh, dang. That's We've already committed to it. Yeah. It's an, yeah. ex- an exciting, safe and socially responsible event. It will be.
3: Thank you, Travis, um, for bringing that up. I wanted to say that it's going to be a safe and socially acceptable event. Um, mask, please. Yeah, wear a mask. I mean, we'll we'll space it out. It'll be fine. It'll that'll be, be great. fine. Well, yeah. that'll
2: make it a lot more um, uh, ex- uh, exclusive. I don't want to use the term intimate if we're talking no. about a Bluesville show. Intimate? <laughs> I, I feel like that. Could, well, that could go downhill really. Pandemic really fast. and Bluesville show.
3: You don't want to say intimate. I don't think. I don't right. Think that's exactly. I think that
2: the last thing that anyone needs yeah. right now yeah. is uh
1: Yeah, intimate has a definite connotation now in 2020. (laughs) Like intimate's like you're close to somebody.
2: Right. That somebody might be giving you COVID. True, yeah. (laughs) We need a new word for, uh, you know, uh, intimate but six feet away.
1: Socially distant, intimate. Wait, damn it. Socially dense, (laughs) distant. Socially dense?
3: Especially dense. (laughs) That's. (laughs)
2: I'm pretty sure that's the opposite of what we want. (laughs) That's all of us. Yeah, that's quite the opposite.
3: Yeah, but I'm I'm looking forward to the to the new place. Um, looking forward to opportunities that that hopefully are around the bend. Um, we've got a couple of things I think that may flourish in the new year.
1: Yeah, there's some interesting ideas for like short films and Mm -hmm. like uh, we're starting to mix it up with some cool new folks. Around town, I've said this a couple of times. When we're
3: done with the TV show, we're going to do a couple of weird things because that's how we got started. Yeah, and so you I got to have just, a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do a couple of weird things, Um and I'm looking forward to the second commercial in the trilogy of commercials starring Travis Scott. I am really looking forward. It's a to three that. a three piece. Well, wait, I, I thought I, it was a four piece. Well, it could be a four piece. I the next one we hope to have him in the 80s with a little gray on the temples it's gonna be great and then a 90s of course and then i want to have his funeral
2: yes spoil, spoiler alert, spoiler alert i want him to my have my contract
3: damn well i'm thinking I guess cold i'm thinking all the all the people from the shows surrounding his his uh all the rogue family surrounding his casket so
1: that would know? be like the recent times right exactly he obviously died of COVID because he didn't don't, want to don't wear Don't bring mask. it down.
2: Let's, let's, not, it. let's not make it a COVID <laughs> thing. But, um, Mike, if you could just, the next time you say this, just describe it like the end of Avengers Endgame, mm. and I will 100% be on board. Okay. All you got to say is, oh, yeah, it would be like Iron Man's funeral. And I'll be like, all right, I'm sold. What are we doing? <laughs> so it's not Superman's funeral. It's Iron Man's funeral. It's definitely. If you told me it was Superman's funeral, <laughs> I would quit right now.
3: Oof. <laughs> Is that a thing? Superman's funeral was a thing. And in the comic books, it wasn't that bad.
2: In the movies, it's bad. Well, I just really don't like Superman. You and don't when, like Superman? And oh, movie I did, can't stand I, Superman. I hate Superman. I hate DC just so here So
3: here, here was a thing I was going to ask you on the, uh, the, the December 21st thing. The, the question to me is, if you get superpowers, are you a good guy or are you a villain? Because it could go mm. either way yeah cool. and Travis unfortunately, in... I see you as a villain, okay, well, because us slow you're, down here. well, I'm <laughs> saying that this this fastidious you know, sitting in a chair, stroking a cat, kind of James
2: Bond villain <laughs> so am i am I off? So I'm not gonna say that you're off. <laughs> I also I'm not gonna accept that I might be a villain. <laughs> um I think that uh in terms of character alignment. Identify as lawful neutral, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> lawful neutral. So, I think that there is potential for I'm chaotic good. In case Jacob is definitely chaotic good. <laughs> so, I'm just old. <laughs> I I think that um, there is there's equal potential to do some heroic things and some villainous things. I think that all of life exists in a balance and the important thing is, um, trying to embrace and, uh, and use that balance to the best of our ability. So, you know, I can't promise. I can't make any promises. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. But if I do get superpowers, I might get a cat. Here's the deal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy you one of those big egg chairs that, so you can turn around. I, I already have one. Aha, already have there you one. go. We're good. I will say, though, um, if I buy a bird, you know that I'm a villain. That's mm. it. Only only villains buy birds. And this is, uh, you know, sorry to anybody else out there who owns a bird, but I'm just saying. Don't
1: add us bird lovers.
2: Look, birds are meant to fly. And if you have a bird in a cage, you are a villain. Have, have either of you ever owned a bird? Never.
1: I caught a bird once <laughs> when I was nine, when I was nine years old, I caught a parakeet that was in a tree. Wow. And I've uh, never even seen a parakeet in the wild. It, it was definitely not a wild bird. It was like, oh, it okay. was a caged bird that just got out and I caught him. Did it sing? <laughs> Does the cage bird sing? Kurt <laughs> Vonnegut reference. Um, definitely so I caught weird. him and then my mom bought a bird cage. And then the bird got out inside our house, and my cat ate the bird. Uh. (laughs) Ah. It was a solid 2020 move.
2: (laughs) So You're an accomplice to a bird murder?
1: Birder? No. Murderer. Murderer.
3: I owned a bird one time, and it was very loud. And so I put it out in the garage uh, so I could sleep that night.
1: I didn't know how that sentence was going to end. So I put it out in the garage. We had a cold
3: snap. Oh, no. And I came out the next morning, and it was frozen
2: oh no frozen frozen bird so it sounds to me like mike would be a villain (laughs) and you were just looking for some solidarity and i understand that i would absolutely choose that side
1: i think mike is chaotic neutral (laughs) for sure i think
2: i could see some chaotic neutral no i i think that your alignment does not determine whether or not you're a hero or a villain i think that uh thanos was Lawful neutral. Mm. See, I kind of get where Thanos was going. That's a a discussion for a much longer (laughs) time than we have on this podcast.
1: Well, on that note, this has been a very Christmas episode (laughs) of Keep Waco Loud, the podcast. This is what happens when Katie is Christmas shopping. (laughs) So I want to thank our guest today, Mike from Rogue Media, a.k.a. Producer Mike. And Travis Scott, thank you so much for coming on. So glad to be here uh, for this Christmas episode. Any last thoughts of the year? Actually, you know what? Can we do a um, <laughs> final thoughts of the Invisible Icon? But <laughs> Travis doing that on this episode—that would be awesome. Actually, get the cue the the music that y- you uh, put. <laughs> behind Travis giving his final thoughts. We could totally do that. All right, go ahead, Travis.
2: So this year we had, we all went into this year with, uh, you know, a list of expectations. Some of them were high and some of them were sort of medium. I don't know if anyone had any low expectations, but um, there were, um, you know, of the things that we were looking forward to, I would say that a good number of us got a lot of those things, perhaps in ways that we just did not foresee. So we grew closer to the people around us. Uh, we, a lot of us, you know, reached out to family more. I call my mother a lot more. I can say that for sure. Uh, we made a number of new connections. Um, and we have all been on the wildest adventure of probably most of our lives, unless anyone else, you know, who's around during 1918 is still around right now. And it would be the second wildest adventure of their lives. But, um, so, Mike, um, but it has been, uh, you know, it's been a wild year. And, you know, there have been uh, a lot of ups and downs. And and I think that um, I don't want to dismiss all of the, uh, the hardship that people have had to endure for this year. You know, I personally have lost a family member and a friend. Um, it's, uh, you know, a number of people um, have lost someone important to them or, um, you know, uh, fallen out of favor in, uh, the, uh, through all of the, the politics, um, that have been happening this year. Um, and, uh, you know, the loss of jobs, the loss of incomes, that sort of thing. And, and, and it's worth, you know, acknowledging the, the amount of work that people, or the amount of, um, amount of all of the different varieties of things that people have had to endure, But we have endured and we are, I personally am hoping that as 2021 happens, uh, we enter this year with a new perspective on what the year can bring and I hope that we continue to endure to the best of our ability and as we would with any year, but particularly this year. Let's hope that 2021 is a lot better. Nailed it.
0: Keep Wake Aloud, the podcast, is produced by Oni Chan Productions. Our theme music is by Fish Hands. If you like what you hear, you should check them out on Bandcamp. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, and if you really like us, give us a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or check out our website, where you can buy merch or even see some local events coming up. Thanks again for tuning in.
3: And now, Big Jim. From Big Jim's house on 94.7 WCSX, Detroit's classic rock.
4: Oh, hi there. Big Jim O'Brien from Big Jim's house reading my favorite Christmas story, A Die Hard Christmas. Because Die Hard is a Christmas movie! Shall we? A Die Hard Christmas. T'was the night before Christmas and up in the tower, everyone was partying except one wallflower the hero of our story. That's John. John McLean missed his wife. Things just weren't the same since Holly had moved west and changed her last name. He tried to win her back, but still she said no. While well, unbeknownst to them, there was trouble below. A truck had pulled up, and who should disembark? But 14 men whose intentions were dark. They're the bad guys. They spoke not a word and unloaded big crates. They cut the phone lines and locked all the gates. Carl swept the ground floor, shooting every guard dead while visions of Barabans dance in his head. Guard never had a chance, probably didn't even have a name. John took off his shoes, making fists with his toes. It actually worked. Well, what do you know? If you're ever stressed out, that's what you wanna do, not shoot up a high tower building. When out of the lobby there arose such a clatter, he sprung to the door to see what was the matter. When what to his wondering eyes should appear? Holy crap! There are terrorists here! Just like in Christmas. John hid under a table where no one could see and watched Hans question Mr. Takagi. I'm going to count to three. There will not be a four. Give me the codes to open the vault door. He's hiding like we all hide. I don't know the codes, so go ahead and shoot. Okay, said Han Krueger, and ruined Takagi's suit. John tried to call the cops by pulling an alarm, but instead called the bad guys who tried to cause him harm. But John killed Tony, who had very small feet, and sent him to the terrace as a yuletide treat. He put a Santa hat on the German, and eyes all aglow, wrote, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. See, Christmas. Carl was furious. Tony was his brother. He chased John across the roof, and they shot at each other. John was able to escape through the ventilation shafts. Come out to the coast, he sighed. We'll have a few laughs. At Nakatomi Tower, Sergeant Powell appeared. He checked the whole lobby and saw nothing weird. He was pulling away, but didn't get far, before Marco landed on the hood of his car. Oh, no, Marco. Powell drove away backwards, screaming in fright. Welcome to the party, pal. John yelled with delight. More police arrived, the FBI and a SWAT team, but Hans didn't mind. It was all part of his scheme. More rapid than eagles, his henchmen, they came. And he radioed and shouted and called them by name. Now Eddie, now James, now Franco, now Uli, on Fritz and on Carl, hair long and unruly. They shot the SWAT tank with a surface-to-air missile and knocked it away like the down of a thistle. John McCain was angry indeed. He blew up two terrorists and called them jerkweed. Don't say that at home kids. Ellis told Hans Booby I'm your white knight. Hans shot him dead giving the hostages a fright. Hans went to check and the explosives fuse and saw that poor John wasn't wearing any shoes. Remember the tiny feet from earlier? That's called a callback. John fled from Carl and Hans but alas he had run barefoot over sharp broken glass. His feet, how they hurt, his soles, oh so bloody. John crawled to the bathroom and called his good buddy. John was weary and ready to throw in the towel until he got a pep talk from good old Sergeant Al Powell. Powell was chubby and plump, a right jolly old cop, and he trusted the cowboy in the tattered tank top, which we should all do unless you're at a bar. Moving forward. But a reporter was probing into McLean's life and revealed that Holly was actually John's wife. Hans quickly flipped over the gold picture frame It's a pleasure to meet you, Mrs. McCain. That's called a twist. His clothes all tarnished with ashes and soot, John staggered to the roof, bloody and barefoot. The explosives were wired to the rooftop with care, in hopes that the hostages soon would be there. John warned everyone the roof would soon blow as the chopper strafed him with high-powered ammo. See? See? Around his waist, he tied a fire hose tight and, screaming an oath, jumped into the night. He dangled in the air and gritted his teeth while flames encircled the tower like a wreath. See? Just like a Christmas wreath, only on fire. Fiercely fighting his way back inside, John yelled out, Hans! He was done trying to hide. He limped to the vault like an old man on crutches, only to find Holly in his filthy clutches. John dropped his gun, put his hands on his head. It seemed he and Holly would soon be dead. But with a secret gun taped to his back, John shot Hans in a surprise attack. Hans fell out the window, still holding Holly's arm, and slowly, deliberately raised his firearm, the tenacious villain held on by his nails, till John unhooked Holly's watch and said, Happy trails! Bear bonds fluttered like fresh fallen snow as Holly embraced her blood spattered bow. So Merry Christmas to all, be kind to one another. And most of all, Yippee Kaye, mother. This has been the Rogue Media Network Podcast.